When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Bradley Locker here with Behind the Steel Curtain, having the pleasure to chat with the new Steelers receiver, Miles Boykin. Let's get right into things. So just first question to set the table, kind of how has this offseason been for you overall? Uh, and also, how is your body feeling? Because I know you had a slew of injuries that you went through last year. Yeah, uh, right now my body feels great. Uh, offseason been going well. I've been pretty much rehabbing every day and just trying to get my body in the best shape as possible for this uh, upcoming camp because, I mean, that's honestly the biggest thing in the NFL is just being healthy, and I know when I'm healthy, I can play this game at a high level. Absolutely, no doubt about that. And more specifically, what has the transition to Pittsburgh been like? I know you've, you've detailed in other interviews the waiver claim process, but what's it been like getting in the building, and especially how did OTAs and minicamp go for you? Man, it was, it was awesome. Obviously, being able to get in the building and meeting all the guys on the team and, you know, getting around the culture, getting around the coaches. And uh, it's been great for me, honestly. Uh, it's kind of I feel like I felt like a rookie again, at least for like the first two, three weeks, just because of the whole process and how they go about their business. You know, it's just different. You know, you get used to doing a certain thing for three years in a row and then it all changes up. But uh, it's definitely a blessing to be able to be in the building and, you know, be around those guys. Uh, I mean, at least for me. So, but no, OTAs and minicamp have gone well. Um, you know, the biggest thing for me is just learning the playbook right now. Mm-hmm. And you touched upon it a little bit, but just how has it been connecting with some of your new teammates and a lot of those guys you've played against before? And I know you did an interview with uh, Chase Claypool and Minka Fitzpatrick. So are those two of the guys you've gravitated towards or just how has that process been overall? Um, Absolutely. I mean, I think it's, it's, it's a great locker room. So I gravitate towards a lot of the guys, you know, it just depends where you are. Like if you're in, 
this part of the building that you're talking with these guys. If you're in this part of the building, you're talking to these guys. So like, uh, it's, it's been great. You know, they've really, you know, obviously accepted me and it's, it's great just talking ball with a bunch of guys. Cause I mean, that's the biggest thing. Uh, I was at three years of experience. So when you have three years of experience, you go in and you just get to talk about different ball and what you've seen or, you know, things that I've seen when I played against the Steelers or, you know, what they saw when they was playing against us. And it's just cool to be able to connect on that type of level. Awesome. And more specifically, what has your relationship been like with Chase over the years? You guys obviously dating way back to your Notre Dame days, maybe even before that. And did you kind of talk about playing in the NFL together at any point in South Bend? Was this kind of a dream come true for you guys? Oh, we never talked about playing together, but the fact that we was rivals pretty much for at least mm-hmm. the first two years of his career for in the second and third you know, years of mine were great. But uh, me and Chase have always had a relationship and we've always been cool. We've always been close. We've been like brothers ever since Notre Dame. So uh, he was literally over, like, he was literally at my place in Florida, you know, a couple of weeks ago. We were both training with Mitch Trubisky down here. So, I mean, he's, he, he's someone who I consider a lifelong friend and, you know, he's just a great teammate to have. Wonderful. And you mentioned it also a little bit, just trying to learn the new playbook and the different ways about going about their business but how do the Ravens uh, philosophies their organizations how does that compare to what you've seen from the Steelers so far well I mean I've seen more similarities and I've seen differences obviously you have two of the you know best organizations to play for in the NFL and that's why I could I couldn't ask for anything more you know than to be with these two teams in my career uh and another thing that you know I even talked about this in the podcast you know it's not you know, it's not every day you get to be on a team that has a chance to win a Super Bowl. I mean, obviously, every team in the NFL says it. Only a handful of teams can actually, you know, accomplish that. And uh, it, it's one thing to say, and it's another thing to say it and mean it. And that's one of those things, like, when you play for those two organizations, you say it and you mean it. No doubt about that, the high expectations in both franchises. But looking back on your time with Baltimore, obviously, you were a third-round pick, a very talented player, but it kind of just never panned out. Do you wish you would have been utilized in a different way or even more in the offense or on special teams? Or was it just kind of a mutual agreement to part ways? Yeah, I think it was more more of a mutual thing, you know, at the end of the day. Uh, for me, you know, I'm going to do anything that's asked of me to help the team win. And that's what I saw. I can say that I did in Baltimore. You know, every time I stepped on the field, I was doing something to help our team win. And, you know, we were successful there my first three years. So I have no regrets about being in Baltimore. I love my coaches there. I love my teammates there. And it was just fun playing there. Wonderful. And you mentioned a little bit on that podcast, too, just how impressed you've been with Coach Tomlin. How has it been with working uh, with him? And do you see – I'm sure you do a lot of similarities between him and Coach Harbaugh over in Baltimore. Yeah. Oh, my God. The the similarities are ridiculous. Like, I've had – again, like, once I said, like, the two great organizations, how about two great head coaches to play for? Um, those are guys that are just like so well beyond their years. They're so knowledgeable, you know, this is things that they pass down. It's just so great. So it's like every day, you know, and that's one of the similarities every day they have a, a focus that they want to talk about or a quote that they've seen or something that they saw in the news that they want to talk about. And that just makes us all better, you know, as players, like it's just like things that you remember for the rest of your life. It helps you be a better man, not just a football player. Absolutely. Those very, very esteemed coaches, and another coach that's been on Steelers fans' radar, and I'm sure on your radar as well, is Matt Canada, the offensive coordinator. What have you seen out of his offensive scheme, and how does that compare to what Greg Roman had over in Baltimore? Yeah, just the uh, versatility. Uh, he really harps on what we've seen so far in OTA. He's just getting the ball everywhere. Um, you know, he doesn't want to have a weak point in, in, in the offense. And just, you know, the way he's able to do it and go about it. I mean, I just think we have so many weapons this year, especially that, you know, he's been spreading the ball around and just find ways to get playmakers the ball. 
And last year and with your time in the Ravens, obviously much more of a run heavy attack. Is that, could that be frustrating for a receiver? I know you like blocking a lot. So would that be kind of rewarding to be able to block more or kind of how has that transition looked? Because obviously the Steelers like to run the ball and they want to establish the run, but they also want to air it out too. Um, Frustrating. No, the only time it's frustrating is when we're losing because uh, for me, like I said, I just want to win. <laughs> so as long as we're winning, I don't care if we run the ball a hundred times, man. But um, that's, that's all I would say about the situation. And just being as competitive as I am, I'll do anything that it takes to win. Like I said, if we want to run the ball a hundred times to win, then I will do that. Uh, that's the only time I'm ever frustrated is if we lose. But like I said, I mean, when I was there for my three years, we did a lot more winning than we did losing. So Definitely. And you talked about the Steelers receivers already and the, just the different names in that room. What have you seen from some of those guys? I know obviously a 2019 uh, draft classmate in Deontay Johnson. Um, and, and what have you seen from that room overall? Man, it's just been crazy being around these guys because uh, like you look at our receiver room and I don't think you could look at any receiver and say like, okay, these guys are the same or okay, these guys can do the same things. We all do different things. And we all have different skill sets. That's what I think is so great about it. I, don't, I honestly don't think... I'm like I'm thinking about all the receivers we have in our room right now. I would never look at one receiver and say, yo, these guys are kind of similar. Like it's just so hard to say, but any guy in the room. Absolutely. And in what ways do you think you fill a different niche than some of the other guys bring in? How do you complement their skills as well? Uh, obviously, I think my size, first and foremost. Um, and although Chase has size, I think me and him are still two different receivers at the same time. Uh, you know, I think me and Chase do do a lot of the same things, but at the same time, I think me and Chase bring I mean, going back to our Notre Dame days, we bring like a toughness to like the receiver core that's in the NFL. I don't think you really see a lot. You know, obviously we're, we're going to block. We play nasty. We kind of do the things that people don't really want to do as receivers. But at the end of the day, we're still receivers. Mm -hmm. And as a receiver, obviously, it's, it's definitely distinct to play with a quarterback like Lamar Jackson, very athletic and mobile. What kind of adjustments do you have to make when your quarterback can take off at any minute or kind of run the scramble drill? Man, it's, I mean, it's more fun than it is anything. You always have a chance to get the ball no matter what route you're running. <laughs> it's, just like, you, it's, it's such a difference because, like, you go from running routes for three seconds to now I'm running routes for, you know, 15 seconds. You know, I'm always looking for the ball. That's what's great about playing with Lamar. I mean, Lamar just makes things happen. And he, he's great. And I know you've spoken at length about how, how impressed you are with, with Lamar. And obviously he has a bit of a looming contract extension. I, I'm just wondering if you had any thoughts on – on that and if Lamar should be rewarded for all he's done in the NFL so far. Absolutely. And I think Lamar should get paid. Um, being next to that guy for three years and going to war with him every day, absolutely, I think he should get paid. The thing that he does, um, you couldn't – I don't think you could monetize the things that he does for that organization or that team. So no doubt. Absolutely, I think he should be compensated for it. Yeah, definitely a one-of-a-kind player. And another former Raven, now a Steeler, is obviously Chris Wormley, one of your – uh, former teammates, has he kind of helped yeah, ease your transition to, yeah, has he helped ease your transition to Pittsburgh at all? And have you stayed in touch with them to try to learn about the differences and similarities between the two franchises? Yeah, absolutely, man. We I talk to Worm, you know, consistently every time I see him in the facility. Uh, he's been a great job. I mean, even in Baltimore, he's a great teammate. But now it's just exciting to be on a, at least one person that I, <laughs> from, that I knew before that I get to play with. So it's, it's, it's great. Terrific. And are you still close with some guys over in Baltimore, maybe even from Notre Dame? I know a guy like Dalen Hayes you played with at Notre Dame and he was on the Ravens too. And conversely, what's it going to be like playing against them now that you know some of those guys pretty pretty well? Absolutely, man. And 
to be honest, yeah, I still, I still keep in touch with some of those guys. But to be honest, it's, uh, it's a joy to go out there and just, you know, exactly when we played against the Steelers. Like, I love playing against the Steelers just because they were our rivals. So now that Baltimore was my rival, and obviously I spent three years there. I know the guys. I'm excited to play against them. I played against them every day in practice. But now it's like, yeah, like I'm ecstatic to be able to play them twice a year. So uh, for me, it's just, you know, all about taking it in. And, you know, obviously there's a little, I don't want to say resentment, but it's definitely like a little chip in my shoulder every time I'm going to go play Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And more so with Notre Dame, obviously no shortage of Irish players in the NFL. You'll play against, I mentioned Hayes, but also Jeremiah Wushikormoa on the Browns uh, twice this year. Is there kind of a, a brotherhood of Notre Dame players? And even within the Steelers locker room, do you guys kind of talk about all this news with college football realignment? And if so, just wondering your thoughts on how Notre Dame kind of falls in all that. And uh, if you guys have talked about that, even as, as fellow Notre Dame players. We haven't talked about it, but I don't want I don't want us to join a conference. I feel like we're too neat, we're too unique to join a conference. But that's what people hate about us. People hate us that we're not in a conference. They say we have an easy schedule, but that doesn't make sense to me either. So uh, I hope we don't join a conference. If we do, oh God, I don't know what conference I want us to be in. <laughs> yeah, no no shortage of good choices. Maybe the ACC, maybe the Big Ten, but definitely something yeah. to monitor for sure. Right. And I know you've expressed your interest and desire to play special teams. What do you love about being on those punt coverages, those kick coverages so much? And what have you seen out of Steelers special teams coordinator Danny Smith so far? Man, it's just, honestly, it's just been great just to be able to, like, for me, playing special teams is almost like a release. Like, you get to not be a receiver for a play. You get to do whatever the hell you want to do for one play. That's why I love it. I mean, it's just like a, a break from the game, a release from the game. But it's still so crucial and so important in terms of winning games that, you know, it, it's just it's just a nice switch, of, especially for receivers. That's why receivers don't play it a lot. I think, like, our as receivers, our skill sets a lot of times don't necessarily align with special teams. But when you're a receiver and you can play special teams, I just think it makes you that much more valuable and it's fun. But, uh, no, Coach Smith has been great so far. You know, he's definitely, like, been able to show me things that he thinks I could do here and just ways that I can affect the game in the special team. So uh, he's been a great coach for me so far. Awesome. And obviously the Steelers have some some talent on special teams. If any of the guys stood out, maybe new return man, Gunnar Olszewski, I'm sure you played against him before, but what's it been like to have him on your team this time around? Yeah, we, me and Gunnar talk all the time because we were like, I'm going to say I, I am a Gunner, you know, no pun intended with his name and everything. But he's a returner. We were talking about like how I was asking, oh, like, do you fair catch, blah, 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 this, that, and the third? Because I was like, obviously, I'm a Gunner. I get down there quick and I try to make a fair catch. That's my job. That's why I love playing Gunner because, you know, just in my eyes, no one's going to be able to, you know, stop me from releasing 50 yards down the field and, you know, making a play. And that's one of the mentalities I have. And he's like, no, I'm not fair catching anything. So we'll have to see and, and can't be fair catches. For sure. But yeah, just kind of what have you seen in the in the Steelers quarterbacks room this year? And have you noticed any particularities with athleticism? Because I know that's something the team tried to focus on and getting some different guys in this year. Um, I wouldn't. I don't know about necessarily like the athleticism, but I just see the chemistry. Like I think all the guys in the receiver room or not the receiver in the quarterback room have like helped each other. Um, they truly like they everywhere they go, they go together. They talk about plays that they mess up. They do something right. They, they'll harp on that. Like they'll talk about that, and they talk about the receivers as well. Like so, I think that there's like a clear transparency between quarterbacks and receivers and what they expect, you know, as a group and what we expect as a group. Mm-hmm. And I know you've mentioned it a few times that you said nothing is above winning a Super Bowl, and you haven't really addressed any specific goals. Is there anything you're looking forward to, to doing besides just contributing in all the ways you can and hoping the team uh, win a Lombardi? Man, no, I've never had you know, 
personal goals. Um, I've just had team goals, and obviously that starts with winning the AFC North, and then obviously winning the Super Bowl or AFC Championship, and then winning the Super Bowl. But those will always be my goals, you know, as long as I'm playing in the NFL. But like I said, you know, a lot of people set those goals, and they're not realistic everywhere that you go, you know. And it's no disrespect to any other teams, but that's just, you know, the, the fact of it. You know, luckily I've been for the first four years of my career, I've been in places where saying that, you know, there, there, there's a chance of that happening. You're on teams that have the talent to do it. So I'm just blessed to be in the situation. Mm-hmm. And obviously the Steelers will head to Latrobe in just a few weeks. What are you looking forward to about that, that distinct experience down there? I'm excited, man. I feel like I'm in college again. Like, uh, obviously, at Notre Dame, we went to Culver Academy to practice. So I'm trying to see what this is all like, you know. <laughs> uh, this is Chase's first time there, too. So we talked about it. Obviously, we're roaming together there. But, like, we're talking about how it's feel like college and, you know, <laughs> how there's going to be, like, nothing to do there. And it's just talk ball. But it'll be fun, man. We'll play cards and relax and just, you know, bond as a team. Mm-hmm. And is there anything in particular you're looking forward to a part of the season? I know you said you, you're not really circling those games against the Ravens, no real revenge games per se, but is there a game or a, a moment you're looking forward to? No, I mean, like if, if I had to pick one, it would be going back to Baltimore and, and playing there. But other than that, man, I'm just excited to get on with a new season uh, on a new team and, you know, get out there and go compete. Mm-hmm. Be healthy all season. Absolutely, Yeah. And last thing is, is there just any player uh, or player you want to play with or play against in particular? I know you've said in the past you want to play against Jalen Ramsey and line up, and you've done that a few times, but obviously it can't happen this year. Is there one defensive back or defender you're circling or anything like that? Oh, man. I don't know. I couldn't pick one. I would say uh, my man Jay Love, but I played against him already in in New York. Um, Maybe Troy Pride. He's not on the team right now because he's been injured, but maybe Troy Pride because I went to school with him too and we always talk and mess to each other. So maybe him. I'll say I'll say Troy Pride. For sure. It'll be, it'll be a fun matchup to watch. But yeah, that's all I have, Miles. Again, thank you so much for your time. I know uh, Steelers fans will really look forward to reading this and I wish you best of luck. Hope you enjoy the rest of your offseason before you head down to Latrobe. Oh, thank you. 